Well, welcome to the Midweek. This is Pastor Cooper. And um, the Midweek is an episode styling within our CFC podcast channel um, that just provides a space to either talk more about our Sunday messages, if we need to go deeper into the text, um, or other cultural moments that are happening within our current landscape and just talking about those things from a biblical perspective. So most of the time it'll be myself and Pastor Mark. We might have other staff members or other people from our church community, other special guests, um, just speak on things that, that, that are happening and things that will provide um, good conversations even beyond this podcast. So um, yeah, this is the midweek. Thank you so much for joining in. And um, yeah, we're just glad to be a part of this church's mission and vision to help people know Jesus and live for him daily. And maybe this midweek podcast can just kind of help us know Jesus, to grow in Jesus, and to be equipped and confident to go for Jesus as we create more disciples. So thanks for tuning in, and here's this week's episode. <coughs> well, hello, everyone, and welcome again to the midweek. Um, again, one of those episode stylings, and we've been MIA for a while on the midweek have, stuff. Yes. Because life's been life the last little bit yeah. with COVID, vacations, people close to us have passed on, gone to heaven. Yep. So we've been doing lots of different things and yeah. um, the podcast hasn't been the highest priority, which I think is okay because there's other things in life that are really important. But hey, we had a, we had a time that was open today. So we said, let's, let's do let's a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Yeah, it's been a while, so... It's uh, Pastor Mark and myself this morning, um, and we're recording. This is September 13th, um, so we're kind of in that fall swing of things, and we just had kind of our, I guess, a reopening, so to speak, yeah. on Sunday kind of, of church stuff with two services and faith kids and all those things. And um, so, yeah, yeah, we're kind of back into a little bit of a routine. Went well. Good, good. Yeah. 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 And we also started football yesterday. How'd, how'd your team do? Cooper? Uh, my, my team, uh, they gave it a good try. Yeah. And in overtime, they decided to yeah. um, bless the other team Yes, for their hard efforts. Right. And so they decided just to literally like give them the ball Right. You know, when it was close to the goal line. And they said, right. hey, we want you to have this football right. so that then you can take it back down the field right. and win the game in overtime. So My team did the same. <laughs> oh, that's oh, the, that's right. I heard him. They were down by like yeah. a thousand points, and then like in the last eight then, minutes, they came back. At least they then, didn't give it to them. Yeah, three times. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy stuff. But Eastern did really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. I was able to go to the game on Saturday for a little bit, and um, yeah, it was it was it was it was a good fun game because yeah. or uh, Central's obviously in the league lower, mm-hmm. and so it was kind of a. Yeah. Just a blitzkrieg. I, I forgot about the cannon. Yeah, the cannon. Yes, <laughs> and the so, cannon went off a yeah, lot. Yeah, uh, Tyler, Jay Gush, and I were at the game together, and it went off like, boom. It just, I just kept forgetting. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just getting shell-shocked. And it went off a ton. I mean, it went off a they lot. They had like yeah. six touchdowns in the first half. Yeah. And so they were just, they were, the, the yeah. ROTC program was getting lots of practice. Lots of practice. Hopefully they haven't used all of the <laughs> yeah, blanks. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah it was, I it think good. it's fun too that you can hear it anywhere in town. Mm-hmm. Like I could hear it at my house and then I went over to a friend's house and I could hear yeah. it at his house. Yep. Yep. It's just kind of fun. Yeah, it is cool. So it's kind of a fun little thing that they do. Yeah. There. But yeah, football season kicked off. Fall's kind of here. It's kind of yeah. like that. It was cold this cool, morning. Yeah, that cooler yeah. weather's happening. So leaves are nice. changing color. Yeah. 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 That's good. good. Well, I thought um, for kind of this back into our podcast rhythm and routine, right. and I guess I'll give a disclaimer. 
who knows how the rhythm of the podcast, the podcast will really because <laughs> yes, yeah. life is life. And so yeah. far we've already, we already know that we can make plans, yeah. but the Lord has his hand in all things. So, yeah. um, so it, I think that the plan is it'll be every other week that yes, we'll have an episode we'll for, the, for the midweek and stuff. Yeah. And so we'll see how that goes. But, um, yeah, so I think it's just fun to at least have a, yeah. a time to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it would be a good, uh, topic and the topic is going to be like, how do we have healthy conversations that can be somewhat charged? Right. Um, and then the last year and a half, we've had lots of these already. Yeah. Um, and we thought we were kind of maybe landing the plane and kind of coming, but it's just maybe ramping up again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking specifically about some conversations with COVID and vaccinations and just government stuff. And um, so I think there's this kind of rehashing of some hard conversations, charged conversations. And so I thought it'd be good for even us to dialogue on and to provide some um, navigation and just biblically, like how do we have good conversations that can be really, really charged Mm -hmm. that can have a lot of emotions attached to them um, from maybe previous experiences or current experiences and how that can really shape um, how the conversations go. And um, I think with social media and the internet, it's really easy to get a lot of information quickly. Right. Um, and then to process it and then just to fire right back out. Yeah. Um, and so I think we're, we always in this current culture more so than 25 years ago, mm-hmm. um, charge conversations are more of the norm because mm-hmm. you can say, well, I just read about this. I just saw this or did you hear right. about this? And then exactly. that just starts um, yeah. a potential of a really like, not fun conversation. Yeah. You're like, Oh, and then you get all fired up. And, and I think too, something to also say is this happens not only just in the church, but also in the, in the culture of, I would say like the non-church people mm-hmm. and you wish it wouldn't happen in the church, but mm-hmm. it does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we're all human and yeah. we're all emotional and we all have <laughs> failings and in, in flesh and, um, and, they, and I think, yeah, there's even times of conversations that I've been in that I just wished it would have gone differently. Yeah. Um, totally. and stuff. And so I think we can always learn from God's word how to, how to do that. But, mm-hmm. um, so I kind of want to just open up like, um, how do we navigate these charged conversations? And one of the things that I kind of mentioned just now, but, um, is that spiritual triage, um, kind of knowing who you're talking with, um, when it comes to having a conversation, whatever it is. And so, mm-hmm. Knowing your audience. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you want to speak on that a little bit, Mark, of just like what does that mean to just kind of even yeah. just have maybe some extra patience or grace mm-hmm. or even for yourself to mm-hmm. know like how you're going to come to this, you know, conversation and stuff um, yeah. with that. So I think it's true. I mean, we've all been there. We all know that conversations can go completely different with people you agree with, people you disagree with. Um, sometimes you're with a coworker maybe that you don't know a lot about yet and you don't know what they think about a charged issue. Um, and so you have to walk softly. And I think it's mm-hmm. always important to, I think humility goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And so when, when we start conversations we all i think we don't have to really explain we all know what conversations and topics are going to be charged Mm -hmm. what political conversations and if if you're hanging around right now if you are going to talk about masks it's going to be a charged conversation you just know that if you're going to talk about the vaccine it's going to be talking about anything about COVID or anything about politics right now it's going to be charged um and that's challenging i think um 
you know, I'm I'm a little bit older now, being 48. I can, I can remember times in high school being on debate things and different things, and we just didn't talk like we do anymore, like like we do now. We we could have rational, pretty pretty easy conversations with people on the other side of the aisle. That's not happening anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're supercharged, um, and so there's some things that are really challenging. But I do think as believers. Um, you know, we need to be careful how we have those conversations yeah. because we're representing Jesus in the middle of those conversations often. So uh, some good things to think about are, um, first of all, I think the biggest thing is seeking to understand. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm, not, I'm not getting into this conversation because I'm wanting to be right mm-hmm. or I'm wanting to share my opinion. I want to seek to understand where the other person's at. I want to hear their heart. I want to hear what they're thinking. I want to hear, I want to listen more than I talk. Mm -hmm. And so I I really want to be open. I I want them to know that I'm open to a difference of opinion, to uh, hearing where they're at, how they Mm -hmm. came to that conclusion, maybe life experiences that brought them to that conclusion, Maybe the way they grew up brought them to that conclusion. Whatever. I, I want to hear all that information because I want to create an atmosphere with that person in that charged conversation that allows us, that is telling them, I'm telling them with my tone of voice, with my actions, with my words, with my phrases, with all of that. I'm telling them I'm open to deep conversation with you. Now, why is that important? Well, I mean, the reality is, let's say we talk about a political issue and it's charged. I want to have a conversation that's fun like that and that's open and honest and real and doesn't immediately shut that person down and make them feel like they don't ever want to talk to me. Why? Because I, at some point I want to have an even more important conversation with them. And that's a conversation about Jesus. And if I can't have regular conversations with them about charged issues where they feel like, I'm listening and they feel like I am hearing them and they feel like um, I can have this conversation with Mark because he's not all up in my business Mm -hmm. (laughs) because of what I think or how I feel. Um, And that opens the door for all kinds of conversation about challenging issues. Mm -hmm. And we know that religion and religious ideas and Jesus Mm -hmm. is going to be a charged conversation eventually too. So I'm thinking in my head, I'm always thinking I'm going to use this conversation about COVID or vaccine or a mask or political thing or whatever. I'm using that because I want to, I want to create a foundation with this relationship. I want to create a way that we talk in a good way, in a kind way Mm -hmm. and in a positive way uh, that and, and we're still telling each other the truth. It's not like we're lying to each other and being fake. Mm-hmm. We're being authentic. We're being real. We're being honest. But I want to create that conversation because I want to talk to them about Jesus at some point. And, yeah. and I know that that is going to happen. And that's what I do with non-believers. Now, if I'm talking with somebody that's a believer and we're kind of on the same page, then I can have that conversation a little bit a little bit differently. I can navigate that conversation a little bit differently and maybe even uh, bring God's word into it and, and let God's word challenge us, let the Holy Spirit challenge us and things like that. And I would navigate that conversation in a completely different way. 
Yeah, and I think one of the key <clears throat> things is just in Philippians chapter 2, it's about humility, like, like what you're talking at the right. beginning is coming with there. And so Philippians 2, um, verses 3 and 4, and you can go down further and all that stuff, but just talking about not to be selfish, but be humble. Think of others as better than yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, don't look only out for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. I think what you're saying is like seek for understanding. Yeah. Um, and something that I always try to hold to is we have two ears and one mouth. And yep. so if I'm finding myself in charge of the conversation, talking more, that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. I need to like step back and be like, whoa, like that's, that's not like the heart of humility. Um, the heart of humility is like you're one of the one probably talking less because mm-hmm. um, so you're seeking for understanding and you might have uh, a certain opinion or you might have like the authority on a certain topic. Like you could be like a doctorate of doctorate of doctorates mm-hmm. when it comes to medical stuff. Um, but even then you can have a hard humility, listen, listen, and then just like real, like sensitively give some truth in those environments. Right. Um, because I mean, there's a, a ton of Proverbs, right? Right. Just through all out, just sprinkled in that Solomon has written. Um, but some of the, just the big main themes is just that quietness right. really allows the, um, just, it's just wisdom. Yeah. It's wise to come, not charged. It's mm-hmm. wise to come. Um, with a humble heart, a humble spirit, mm-hmm. um, to have that conversation yeah. about all sorts of different things um, with it. And yeah, and I think like, yeah, there, there could be some differences. And I'd say like with people that are of faith, and if you have a good re- relationship with them, there's relational currency with them right? where you've already spoken into one another's life and you've heard you know, about just how life is going. Um, there's some times to have a different part of conversation there, um, especially if something is going on the track of unbiblical. Um, and it's not right. about like bringing shame to that person. Not at all. But it's about calling them back to God's word. Yeah. I think even like most, pretty much every prophet in the Old Testament, that's what they're, that's what they did. Yeah. They called people back to God's covenant. Mm-hmm. And so even within the church, like we're called to with our brothers and sisters to call them back to the truth of Jesus, the word, and sometimes that's not fun mm-hmm. because they can get off these trails and these paths that seem really good and seem to make sense, but are not lining up with scripture. Right. They might line up with like what the culture is kind of, you know, saying yes to or what their smaller kind of cohort of people are saying yes to. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's obeying God's word with it. And so right. there's also those tendencies that you might have to be a little bit more like, straight up <laughs> yeah. with it. Yeah. And it's not bringing right. shame and it's not using shameful language. Yeah. It's um, just letting God's word be the standard. Totally. Instead yeah. of what I think be the mm-hmm. standard. And I think yeah. that's challenging. I know I've been there lots of times in my life where I, I have an opinion about something and somebody, somebody has pointed out to me that that's not what God's word says. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, dang. And that really, sucks. I really like my opinion. Yeah. And I really like that. Well, and, the way and, I'm living. And even as a pastor, yeah. you're like, crap, I'm not, <laughs> I was not on God's word of that at that moment. Yeah. yeah. And you have this like minor like meltdown. I, <laughs> I know what's happened to me. Totally. I'm like, yeah. Oh. I'm supposed to be the one that has it all together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I don't. And, yeah. and I think that's another big part of it too, is not thinking I know everything. Right. And I, I'm glad and that you brought that up. person saying, right. like, hey, hey, I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, I was right. wrong on that. Yeah, I really yeah. don't know what is the best thing to do here <laughs> yeah. with COVID, the vaccine, a mask, and mm-hmm. Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I, 
there's lots of things happening here. I'm yeah. not really sure. But I also like that you brought up Proverbs because Proverbs is one of my favorite. And I think what what's really interesting is Solomon does communicate that the wise person normally waits to the end mm-hmm. to talk. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's the image he's giving is that the wise person is kind of like the EF Hutton, right? He's kind of just I'm just going to listen to everybody talk for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to say something at the end about what I think to summarize all this. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's yeah. That's a really wise thing to do. And and the other thing that I think is important and I think I've something I've been growing in because I'll be honest that I haven't always been really good at this um, is learning to ask questions. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's a really, I've been trying to do that when I go into charge conversations is I have to think right now, I'm going to start thinking about questions I want to ask this person because I don't, not to trap them, not to trap them at all. That's not the point at all. But for me, this is for me when I'm asking questions, for me, it's, it, I'm seeking to understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeking to belittle. I'm not seeking to tell you what I know, even if I did know the truth, right? Um, I'm, I'm going to ask questions because I want mm-hmm. to hear their opinion. And I want them to know that I think they're important as a mm-hmm. person. Um, yeah. And I think that's the challenge right now that I see a little bit in our culture is we're almost making our, um, our issues and our stances, our identity. Mm -hmm. And and I think they're a little bit separate. Mm -hmm. Um, and so because we're tying them so closely together, what happens is what we're saying is if you don't like my idea, you don't like me. Right. And and I, I just think that's wrong. That's not a good place. That's not a good road for a culture to go down. Um, and so I think as a society, we've gone down that road and it's creating a lot of problems mm-hmm. because I'm not saying I don't like you. I'm not right. saying I don't agree with you. I don't think I'm not saying I don't believe in you as a person. I'm just saying I don't agree with a stance that you're taking um, or even a way that you're living. Like I, I can, I cannot agree with the way you're living, even the way you're living, and still love you, mm-hmm. still believe in you, still think that you're a great person, mm-hmm. right? We we we've just gone down that road as a society where um, it's created more conflict mm-hmm. and helped us be in more disunity than unity, right? Um, and I think that's been one of the significant things that's been challenging. And so when I'm in a conversation, believer or non-believer, I think the first thing I want them to know is I believe in you. Mm-hmm. I just believe in you as a person. Even if we completely disagree, I want you to know I believe in you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's hard to do in a church conversation, but I think you know with the, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can mm-hmm. we can do the best we can. Yeah. And something too that um I think like in our study from first Corinthians from a year ago and in Romans, there's just a lot mm-hmm. of themes and language that Paul provides. There about is. Like, hey, we, we have freedoms. We have these freedoms. Exactly. But we have to be thinking through how these freedoms also appear yeah. to other people within our church context, mm-hmm. our neighborhoods, whatever. And I think it takes, it takes intentionality to think through like, how is this going to, how does this opinion or this thought you know, going to affect 
Right. Like Paul says the weaker believers. Right. Um, but how is this going to really like walk out well in society? Because mm-hmm. I think he always wants people to major on the majors. Jesus. Right. That's exactly right. And Jesus crucified, risen to set us free. Yeah. And not major on the minors. Yep. And that's pretty clear in a lot of his letters to mm-hmm. all the churches as he always talks about unity and brings them back to just the, the core of the gospel mm-hmm. and um, how it's the blood of Christ that unites us and all things. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also th- this thing of, of we need to not have the noise of our culture like right. a, driving the ship. Um, we got to take time to step back and allow like God's word, his Holy Spirit to really lead forward. And I think not to, and I, I, again, I, I fall into this trap because we're humans. We live in 2021. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we have all so much information around us, but when there, when there's a leading of like, Hey, this was posted or this was read, or I read this or read this, um, information's good. We should have information, but it shouldn't like give us a next step. Um, it, it, could, it could be more of like, yeah, I was reading some of this stuff, man, I was just praying through it. And I felt like the Lord's spirit is kind of directing this, you know, on this decision or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think like the early church, like you've mentioned multiple times, the Holy Spirit was there. <laughs> he was the right? information. He yeah. was Google. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Holy Spirit, what do I do? Yeah. If I do this, I let's might, ask get, the Holy I might spirit. get beheaded. Not let's ask arena. Google. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that's a big thing that, um, the church in general just needs to reform back in our mm-hmm. rhythms is lessening the noise of culture and amplifying the no- noise of the Holy Spirit within our prayer times, but just in our everyday things as we're right. driving down the road or even in a conversation just with somebody who's like, Holy Spirit, like help me to like not only love this person, but to speak like in, in a way that honors you and honors them. Right. You know, and just, and just having that faith, the Holy Spirit's going to empower you to to do that is, is huge. That's right. I think that's something that is a little bit missed in mm-hmm. our current church culture of 2021. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's been definitely a challenge. And I, I do think the past 17 or 18 months has really changed that. And mm-hmm. that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to kind of tie into this, like we're talking about church and the church culture, like we're a family of God, right? Right. We're going to have issues. Like yeah. There's no perfect church. There's mm-hmm. no perfect church family because we're human mm-hmm. and we still have sin things that are being worked out deep down into all of us. And we all continually need Jesus right. in that. So, so how, how do we walk forward within the family of God right. in, in unity? And we kind of touched on a little bit just briefly there, but um, what, what's some of those things like within this charged conversations and we could have people that we're in Bible studies with that, we're opposite mm-hmm. on, let's say, like vaccines or opposite right. on face masks, whatever it is. Like, how do you walk forward in, in, in unity within that Bible study yeah. or within that small group or the church context yeah. in those things? I think that's a great question. And I think it's super important to talk about this. Number one, because we do need to remember the church is different. We are a different group of people. And I believe we have a different set of standards and a totally different foundation and a different approach to things based on being the church. We, we, we do not have to do things the way the culture does things. We do things the way God wants us to do things. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's really, really important. Um, and so I, I think there's a couple things that we need to do when we're going to walk forward in unity. If we're going to make unity the most important thing, then there are a couple things I think that we can do. And the first thing is... 
and, and I'm just assuming we, we're talking about an issue. Let's say we're, we're talking about an issue as, as a group of people in and, the and church. Let's say maybe it's a, non, it's a it, non-sin it, issue. It could be a non-sin issue. Um, I, I think... I think this applies to both kind of issues, okay, yeah. but but I do think it, it could be either or. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is we got to study God's word on the issue, right? And then we got to do what God's word says. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem: I think we're not doing enough studying of God's word on the issue, and then we're not doing what God's word says. <laughs> we're doing we're doing both. Mm-hmm. We're, we're we're looking literally. I had lots of people ask, you know, I've even watched things about Christians like how do you find out what God's word thinks about this and well I was looking at Google the other what Google is not God's word mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not study your own Bible and um I think what's interesting is sometimes we're not using God's word for the supreme truth about an issue and we're using culture we're using other things instead of God's word to help us make that decision. And so first off, I think we got to go to God's word and then we have to agree that God's word is the standard, that God's word is what we're going to follow. I'm not following my own decision. I'm not following my own opinion. I'm not following what somebody else says. I'm not following what the culture says. I'm following what God's word says. That's what I'm standing on. And that's what's stood the test of time. And that's, what's going to be there in the end of the world. So I'm standing on God's word. Second, I can spend some time in prayer on it. I don't have to make a rash decision. Mm-hmm. It's not a requirement that I make right. a decision right now, today. I, I can spend <laughs> some time in prayer on that. I can fast about it for mm-hmm. a couple of days. And I can ask other people to pray and fast with me. And then we can come together and share what God has said to us. And a lot of times, whenever we do that, you find that there's unity. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when I've done that, I've been on one side and... I've spent time in God's word and in prayer and with the Holy Spirit and come back and nope, I've changed my mind Mm -hmm. because God's word changed it. The Holy Spirit changed my mind on that. And I need, and I'm going to line up with his word Mm -hmm. on that. The other thing is decide if the issue helps fulfill the mission of the church. Here's Mm -hmm. the problem. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. Sometimes we're not keeping the main thing, the main thing. I don't care whether you wear a mask or wear a vaccine or not. Doesn't matter. Are we keeping the main thing, the main thing? Is Jesus still the main thing? Are we helping people get saved? Are we on mission? And is that, is what we're talking about going to fulfill the mission of the church? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that this is important because this helps me uh, with my personal opinion and my own personal feelings and decisions because sometimes I, you know, I can get in the way of a godly decision. Mm-hmm. And if, if we've, if we've prayed and spent some significant time figuring out our mission, right? We know what God wants us to do based on his word and based on what the Holy spirit tells us. Right. And then I bring something that's not contrary to that. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. No, it's a very simple. No, God told us what our mission is in his word, and and the Holy Spirit's told us what our mission is for our city. And if I bring a completely different idea to that or issue to that that is contrary to that, then the answer is very simple, no. And and I have the mission laid out in front of me that I can go, oh, yeah, that's right. That's Mm -hmm. I got off track. That's okay. Forgive me, Lord, you know. And, um, And another thing I think is agreeing that unity is the goal of all the issues. 
no matter what, unity is the goal. And that's mm-hmm. what we talked about. That's what Philippians talks about. That's what Acts 6 talks about. That's what Romans 12 and 14 talk about. That's what Proverbs 11 talks about, right? That unity is, is what we're going for in every single issue. Um, mm-hmm. We're always, and I, I also think we've got to cut ourselves some slack. It's okay to disagree on a minor issue. Totally, totally okay. Yeah. It's totally okay to disagree on a minor mm-hmm. issue. In fact, that's what Romans 14 is talking about. Mm-hmm. It's fine to disagree on minor issues. Mm-hmm. But when your minor issue gets you to disagree on a major issue about who Jesus is, we've got a huge problem now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's happening in the church a little bit right now. We're disagreeing on minor issues, and I mean major minor issues because they're not even biblical issues. Mm-hmm. They're not even biblical issues. And we're leaving that church because I disagree on a completely, I disagree on a political issue or a completely non-biblical issue. That is totally contrary to God's word. Mm -hmm. Totally contrary to how we should be living as the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, We should be agreeing on all major issues and on all minor issues. We should, yeah, do whatever Mm -hmm. you want. It's up to you. You worked out, went out with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I think is important is to remember that the enemy of the church is always attacking our unity. Whenever you're Mm -hmm. in a charge conversation or you're in an issue and you're having to work it out, all of us have to remember in the back of our mind that the, the intended goal that the enemy of our soul has for this conversation, for this issue, is for us to be so divided that Mm -hmm. it would ruin our relationships and ruin our church. That's what he's going for every Mm -hmm. time. What what Satan wants me to do is leave this church, leave this community, leave these relationships over something silly as a minor issue, Mm -hmm. right? That's what the enemy is always trying to do. And when I remember that, it goes, ah, I need to remember that. Because I'm not going to let him in, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to let him get in my mind. I'm not going to let him get in my heart. I'm not going to let him make a big deal out of this. I am not going to give in to the schemes of the enemy that are talked about in Ephesians 6 and in 2 Corinthians uh, 10. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not doing that. I I recognize that that is the spiritual battle I'm in right now while I'm in this conversation, Mm -hmm. that what the enemy wants to do is ruin this relationship. Yeah. He wants to ruin this church. He wants, and he wants to do that with a, a very minor issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then another thing I think you can do is just seek wise counsel on it. Um, I think the you know the the if you if you've got some people in your life that are that are wise and have been walking with Jesus for a while, it's always good to just mm-hmm. you know, and you know they're going to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. and they're not going to um, yeah just give you some fluff. Yeah. Um, but they're going to tell you what what the word says yeah. and what the Holy spirit would say that that's always really good to, Hey, can I take you to coffee and, mm-hmm. and talk to you about this? And honestly, tell me if I'm, if I'm not right here and, yeah. and, and if I tell yeah. me if what's, I'm majoring on a spot? minor, yep. Yeah. What's my blind spot? Exactly. Yeah. Tell me what I don't see. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a new question I'm asking people about me. Tell me what I don't see. Mm-hmm. Well, what you don't see is you're making a big deal about something really dumb. You know, I am. Yeah. Who cares? That's, that's nothing that may, that means nothing in the large scheme of the kingdom of God. So drop it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. You're going to go to battle with that person over that dumb issue, (laughs) you know? So, 
Um, and but I do agree what you said at the beginning. We will handle sin issues different than non-sin issues because mm-hmm. I, I think you're right. They can affect the conversation in significant ways. But if you are going to God's word, it's mm-hmm. going to address those. Yes. It's yeah. it's if if I'm on that issue, God's word is going to address that mm-hmm. issue as a sin issue, and it's going to say, "That's mm-hmm. not my plan for you." Yeah. So it, it'll be very clear in yeah. God's word. And I think what's so good about that is it always places the authority back on the yes, Lord, right. back on the scripture, mm-hmm. instead of on a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, well, I think you're wrong. It's like, no, right. like, and even for yeah. a sin issue or non-sin issue, it's just good mm-hmm. to allow like the infallible word of God. To, yeah. Like, this isn't what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's, it's what like, God's word is exactly. saying. Exactly. Yeah. So this is not me just coming at you yes. as an angry person. Right. This is what God's word is directing me to and really exhorting you to um, mm-hmm. in this thing. I want to just read kind of as, as we close in, in Colossians chapter three and just mm-hmm. Paul talking about how we're yeah. new creations and all this stuff. And it says this in verse 11 in this new life, doesn't matter if you are Jew or Gentile circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, vaccinated or unvaccinated. Wait, I mean uh, slave <laughs> or free Christ yeah. is all that matters. And he lives in all of us. And he mm-hmm. continues on in verse 12, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Mm, that's that's just good. a good reminder yeah. that Paul is just, and he mm-hmm. repeats that same theme yeah. time and time again in a lot of his yeah. letters because... He, he understands the well, church's message. The reason he repeats them is because those were the charged things of their day. Yeah. Those were the charged issues of their mm-hmm. day. Yep. That everyone was arguing about in public. Mm-hmm. Right? And so exactly. he's, it's, it's good, a good reminder. Yeah. So, so I think, yeah, that we just make allowance for each other's faults. Mm-hmm. We're all going to have, we're going to have moments that we wish we can take back a little bit. So mm-hmm. have some allowance in that. Let's forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave us so we can forgive others. Right. I think that's such a good thing. And then later on, what I love is just, you know, let the message about Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And just, I think, what I, even in our church, knowing and working with people who have worked through conflict and stuff and to see them together in the church. The Lord. It's just yeah, so cool. So good. It's just a, a beautiful picture of God's creation, God's mm-hmm. heart for his creation, but also that, that, that picture of where we're all intended to be our citizenship in heaven, that we're all right. going to be united, praising the Lord, honoring him and that. So yeah, it's just always a cool, cool vision there. It is. That he writes. So cool. Well, um, hopefully this conversation was, uh, encouraging and uh, insightful or challenging or whatever it is. Um, or maybe you have an issue about this conversation. You need to come talk to us <laughs> and then we'll, we'll duke it out. We'll dismiss everything we just said. No, <laughs> um, but no, I, I think hopefully it's just a good conversation yeah. um, starter yes. to even have beyond. Um, and I think too, something that we didn't really get into that can always go down is everybody has different personalities as well <laughs> Right. that like, that provides a whole nother dynamic it of does, these yeah. conversations. Mm-hmm. So, but I think like what Paul says is let's, let's have mercy and kindness and humility and gentleness for one another. Like mm-hmm. let that be the thing that is seen and heard and known about the church. Yeah. Not that we are opinionated people yeah. that are just ready to like a 
dog on a bone. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, like we, we should have a whole different outlook approach. And yeah. Yeah. With that. So, yeah. So that's this Good. week's episode. So anything you want to add? Any final, um, things about um the 49ers or anything no i guess one thing i would say (laughs) is don't run from charge conversations Mm. um i i think you know some of us um and and that would be kind of a personality thing is a lot of Mm -hmm. us don't like conflict you know but i think these conversations are opportunities to show the love of god and to Mm -hmm. show um, who Jesus is and to show what and for it means. us to be transformed by the Holy and Spirit same way. Yeah. yeah. And, and for us depend on the Holy Spirit to depend on the Holy yeah. Spirit. And so I don't think it's something we should run from just yeah. because it's difficult mm-hmm. or hard or, um, and by the way, I think when you think about, you know, being a believer and living in this world, I, I think people in the world are open to mm-hmm. conversation yeah. and they want to know, they just need to know that the conversation is going to be cool yeah. and it's not going to be angry and you're mm-hmm. not going to judge them and get angry at them and make them feel guilty and shamed. That's yeah. But when they know that that's not who you are, mm-hmm. they'll want to have lots of conversation with you. Cause they want to know what, what God's word might be saying about yeah. that. That's Even good. if they don't live it or know yeah. it or want it, they still are interested in the knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, yeah. I think we might be back in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Um, continuing on with some other kind of cultural moment things. So yeah. actually, let me look at the schedule. I think next time we're going to talk about how do we hear the voice of God? Mm-hmm. So kind of unpacking that. Um, if we're talking about depending on the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. he, he talks to us yeah. through his word and different things. So we should maybe talk about how do we actually hear the voice of God? Sounds good. Um, so that'll be a good, good little topic. Yeah. So, all right, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in this week and um, we'll catch you guys soon. Bye.